Hey everybody, welcome to the Under Construction Podcast. Thanks for joining us today as I talk to my guests about what it means to grow their career and how they define success. This is an experiment in helping us all to understand that while we may share things in common, we also have a lot of differences when it comes to both our careers and our definitions of success. Enjoy this episode. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Under Construction Podcast. Today, my guest is Bo Reinberg. Bo, how are you doing? I'm good, John. I, uh, it's, a, it's a beautiful morning in uh, St. Louis, and uh, I was traveling uh, Monday through Wednesday on some projects, so it's nice to be, uh, uh, it's nice to wake up in my own bed. <laughs> it's always good when to get it back home off of a long road yeah. trip. Yep. Well, for folks who may not know you, Bo, uh, what company yep. do you work for and what's your role there? Yeah, so um, I am one of the principals at Best Box Storage, and Best Box Storage is a, a joint venture relationship between um, myself and my partner, Matt Gervalia, and the Keeley Properties team. So we work hand-in-hand uh, hand with Jason Braidwood, Mark Rubin, um, Julie Panagas, um, and Rob Lochner, Maggie St. Jam, and the team over at uh, Keeley Properties, and in coordination certainly with, with Rusty and the rest of the team at Keeley Companies to develop um, the self-storage platform. Nice. So, Explain to everybody a little bit about what what's the best box edge when it comes to self-storage. So I would say that it, I have to default towards using Rusty's answer of we make storage sexy. Um, although if you, if you, you know, I think Rusty's probably better at saying that than I am, or maybe he looks better saying it than, than I do when <laughs> I say it. Uh, I, you know, I think that, uh, you know, our approach is being really focused on customers at all times. So from the way we design the facility to the way we manage the facility to the background music that we play in the facility to the cleanliness, the security, the responsiveness of our of our store managers. I mean, we we just we put the customer first and um, and, and really we feel like that's that's the edge when it comes to um, certainly how we can compete with others because uh, in, in our space, competition is, is um, you know, kind of the biggest threat towards a successful business plan. And so the way you can combat competition is you just got to be better than them every day. And so um, we're better than them because we focus solely on our customers and it starts really in the very beginning of how we, design and lay out a facility to then how we operate the facility. Uh, great insight. Thank you for sharing that, Bo. And and you mentioned the competition. Obviously, anybody that's in any kind of a suburban or urban area sees self-storage in a lot of different venues. What was it about the Keeley companies and Keeley properties that really attracted you guys to create this joint venture in terms of the differentiators between all the other folks that you could have potentially partnered up with? 
Yeah, I think it, it, it was really the attention to details, um, the, the little things. Uh, we really, from our experience of, of getting to know Jason and Mark and Rob and, and Julie and Maggie and the team over there, they, the way that they approach their multifamily and mixed-use platform is one focused on their customer, which are the tenants, and and two the the focus that they provide to the just little details of the lobbies and the design and the furniture, you know that really spoke to what Matt and I believe is is really critical to success for self storage is um, the 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 details are what sets you apart from everybody else. So that really resonated with us, and then. You know, ultimately, um, the culture of working with people that um, you really enjoy working with and that are that are, you know, it, it it's not complicated. It's just they're nice, good people. You know, when people say, <laughs> who do you want to work with? I just want to work with nice, good people <laughs> like that. It's not it's not a uh, you know, it's not some elaborate uh scoring uh model of what makes somebody successful or not successful it's just are they are they nice do they treat people the right way and if they check those boxes they're generally someone that that i feel pretty comfortable working with ah yes people it's always about the people in any industry isn't it absolutely Talk to me a little bit uh, about how you came to be in self-storage. Uh, you know, so did did little Bo always want to be a self-storage uh, magnate, or is that something you grew into? Yeah, I would say, John, I am probably the definition of um, taking the path less traveled. <laughs> I would say <laughs> that uh, um, my, um, my upbringing and experiences – um, were, were certainly unique and, and I wouldn't trade them for anything. Um, but they, uh, when, and I'll start when I was, when I was really young, I, I, I grew up in the country on 50 acres outside of Washington, Missouri in a, in a small town called Villa Ridge. And we would have a few cows every once in a while. We were by no means farmers, but we had hay and cows and a little barn and, um, but yet my dad had a bar and restaurant in North St. Louis. And so we had this bar and restaurant in North St. Louis that he opened in 1975 called Greg's Bar and Grill, which his brother still owns today. Um, and we lived in the country. And so every Saturday morning, my dad and myself and my older brother would leave Villa Ridge at called 6 a.m. and he would drop us off at the Missouri Athletic Club, which at that time had a had a boys only uh, Saturday morning program, and we would do swimming and sports and judo and different things. And then my grandpa um, would pick us up from the MAC downtown. He would take us to a a different Catholic church every Saturday because he was really a kind of a historian when it came to the different churches in St. Louis, because there's so many of them. And then he would take us down to my dad's bar in North city and we would shoot pool and throw darts and, and hang out at a, at a bar on the North side. And so within a 12 hour period, 
I went from the, 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 the country to the country club to the hood. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I wouldn't trade it for anything because it really, it really taught me, um, how to work with and, um, value a lot of different types of people. Um, and not just assume that because somebody lives somewhere or does some job that they don't, um, you know, you know, that they, that they aren't really, really talented in what they do. Um, it, it just, it was such a unique, a, a, such a unique way to grow up really. I mean, I, the amount of people that I met that were, you know, just, uh, just normally folks who grew up in Villa Ridge, Missouri, wouldn't have the opportunity to spend as much time in North St. Louis as I did. Um, and I, I really wouldn't trade that for anything. Yeah. So I, I, I say that because as my kind of as my, uh, um, as I grew into adulthood, I found myself, well, I'll even back up a, one more step and that my, so I have two brothers, my older brother's, a a, a doctor, and my younger brother's an attorney. And so um, they were always very academically focused and, um, um, you know, very structured. I, I would say they're both very structured in how they approach things. I was a little bit more of a zigzag line than a, a straight line. And so, um, you know, because of of the way that I approach things, uh, you know, I, I, as I said, I found myself in sometimes positions that weren't always, uh, the easiest to, um, to deal with. But, you know, since I had that background of kind of being in different neighborhoods and around different types of people, I was able to, you know, kind of persevere through some of the challenges that I, that I set up for myself. Um, you know, and that, that really led me to, as I got out of, got out of college, I was, I don't know, I was kind of, I would say I was kind of floundering with, with, um, different jobs, but always had an eye towards real estate. Just felt like there's something about it that I really liked. I liked being able to, um, look at something and say that I owned a part of it or wanted to own a part of it or, or, um, something to that effect. Right. So, um, as I, in my mid twenties, I, I was able to get involved with some guys that would let me, uh, kind of through some sweat equity and, and a few nickels that I had saved, uh, you know, we'd buy a four family or we'd buy a two family or, you know, we'd buy all kinds of random real estate and, you know, it, it was all great experiences. None of it made any money. Um, in fact, most of it lost money. But, <laughs> um, you know, the the one thing that stuck is that when I bought a building downtown, and actually the best part about it is that I bought it from Mark Rubin, who we are now partners with. That was almost 16 years ago. And um, that's how small St. Louis is. So we buy this building downtown. The lofts are being built and we say we're going to, you know, somebody says something about doing self-storage there. Well, when I get a, a you know, when I get a, a, a bite at something like that, I kind of, it's like a chew toy with a dog. I just go after it and I 
I really I dove right into to learning about self storage and why people like it and who uses it and um and that was in 2007. Well, if you remember in 2008 and nine, things got a little bad in real estate. Indeed. <laughs> and so uh, I had to pivot to, uh, you know, we had to, we, we you know, we just, it, it got really bad. It got, it got very challenging. And, and, um, you know, because of that, I couldn't, really expand on the storage because I, but I really liked it. You know, I, there just, there was something about it that was really interesting. I like things that are kind of different, you know, so it, it was kind of a niche industry and, you know, it seemed like something that really had some, some opportunity to it, but, you know, with the way that the economy was and financing, it was just, it was impossible to, to scale it at that time. So, really had to wait till 2015 when when myself and my partner Matt Gervalia we found a again people kind of thought we were crazy we bought an old Schnucks and Jennings and we um we gutted it we put a second floor right in the middle of it built an elevator in the middle of it and uh ultimately sold it 12 months later for three times what we what we had in it uh, and so I guess that, you know, to that extent, that that's what really got me started in self-storage. I love it. And some of the stuff that you guys are doing now, right. Of explain to folks, uh, how you've gone from, uh, the St. Louis area to now, uh, the empire that is best box. Yeah. So we, um, Prior to our relationship with Keeley Properties, uh, we had uh, we had another partnership with a with a large um, institutional investor, and really through that partnership, we, we were able to explore and and certainly look into different markets that we felt like um, made sense to develop in. And so while we weren't able to develop in those markets with with that previous partner, you know, one of the things that we really uh, liked about Keeley Properties was they were looking at some of the similar markets for their multifamily platform. And so it really enabled us to take our experience in self-storage and knowledge of different markets throughout the U.S. that are really focused on growth markets, you know. So it's, um, you know, if you think about Denver, Phoenix, um, Austin, Dallas, Houston, uh, Florida, Charlotte, um, even a market like Billings, Montana, there's just significant growth in those markets right now. And so we were able to kind of put uh, put our heads together with the the team at Keeley Properties and 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 start to develop out those opportunities. Yeah, and as you guys continue to expand, uh, just the that that perseverance that you had talked about earlier just jumps jumps into my mind. Um, you'd mentioned that uh, two things that I thought were really profound there, Bo. Number one, you had to persevere a lot of times because you felt like you were floundering, um, but also you had said it was. Uh, somewhat of a self-inflicted uh, wound there. When you look at um, some of the failures you've had along the road, uh, 
What's one that really uh, has set you up, though, for the success that you're having now? You know, I, so my it's my my son and I a lot about uh, he's 14 now. He's a freshman at SLU High. And when he was seven, um, we found this. I don't know if it was in a fortune cookie or if it was on. I, I don't know where we found the same, but I, I keep it in my I keep it in my wallet because it says fall down seven times, get up eight. Mm. And uh, I really it, it really resonates with me a lot. Um, I, I would I would say that, um, you know, on, on a personal level, um, I am a I'm a recovering alcoholic. Um, we're never really. We don't ever we don't ever get rid of it, quote unquote. But we're we're by by the grace of God, one day at a time, we're working on getting through it. Um, and I've got seven years under my belt right now. I don't mind talking about it because it's who I am, and it's it. Um, while certain aspects of it were could certainly be defined as failures, I would say that it's led me to to the greatest greatest successes of my life which are my my uh my family and 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 the 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 people that i work with and and partner with because um it's really taught me to um i've fallen down a lot more times than seven (laughs) and uh (laughs) uh and not only do you have to get up but sometimes you need someone's help to get up you know and it's 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 humbled me to the fact that i um, that, that I need help and, um, the help that I receive from, uh, but first and foremost, my partner, Mac Carvalho, who we, we've known each other since high school. Um, I, you know, I'm his daughter's godfather. He's my daughter's godfather. Uh, I mean, he, he is, he is, um, the hardest working, smartest, most caring, toughest, uh, just, you know, he, he's just, He's like a, a a brother, a best friend, and a and a um, uh, an uncle who's hard on you all at the same time with me. You know, it's <laughs> it's really um, it's it's pretty special that we have that type of relationship. But you know, where that really plays a part is is you know you, you have to persevere when the, the 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 chips are stacked against you, and you can't do it by yourself. Um, you know, you, you need to, you know, a lot of times with, as I, as I told you before, my, my, my brothers are very academic and, and, and they can really rely on that. I wouldn't say that was always my strength, but what I can say is my strength is there's nobody that will outwork me period. The end, (laughs) it won't happen. It's, it's, uh, it, it, I will put the hours in, I will do whatever needs to be done. Um, I will always attempt to, to, um, you know, put people first and, um, you know, I think that that's the type of perseverance that can lead to success. It's, it's not a, it's not a secret, uh, uh, potion or, or, uh, secret equation. It's, can you put the hours in when other people aren't willing to put the hours in and can you fail and then get up and do it again 
and fail and get up and do it again and then succeed and then keep succeeding, you know? And so, um, you know, my, my personal failures have really have done nothing but lead to incredible successes. Um, and I, I, I really, I think, I thank God every day for, um, for really, it's a, it's a blessing that, that, um, you know, I made that decision seven years ago. Um, although some may say they made the decision for me, but I, I'll say I made the decision too. Um, <laughs> you know, because they say you change one thing and it changes everything, you know? And so that, you know, uh, again, I, I just, what I've been able to learn from that, um, and, and what that process looks like and how hard it is, um, really, I think just, just lights a fire under me every single day to, uh, to really take that responsibility and run with it. I love it. Well, congratulations on seven years. And as you said, every day of those seven years is the win, right? <laughs> and That's it right. adds up oh, yeah. to a big aggregate number. So congratulations on that. And I appreciate you sharing about the partnership side of things. And that is something that, uh, you see most of the time in a successful person is there, there are multiple people involved. It's usually, there are no self-made people, right? We're all part of a, a part of a collective. So uh, appreciate you sharing. No, that. I know. I love, I, in fact, on that point, I love when I see in something like a, a list of like, uh, you know, to be like Forbes, um, hundreds, uh, you know, top 100 wealthy people. Right. And it'll say like self-made, Next to somebody, I'm like, what is self-made? It, what you, you like? You you didn't. You, no, that's impossible. Nobody's self-made. You know. Uh, I thought. I always thought like you know if 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 I ever if I ever got on some list, I would want to put like maybe God made or maybe like uh, you know family made or or friends made or partners made or you know. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. Well, Bo, last question I've got for you, uh, my my God mode question. If we could put you in charge of all of the digital signage that exists in our lives these days, whether it's uh, you know our phone, a tablet, uh, obviously billboards, but even like now our watches, right? Everything's got a sign or a digital face on it. If you could put anything you wanted uh, and that everybody would see, uh, what is it that Bo Reinberg wants everyone to know? You know, I would say it's um, have no fear. Uh, I think I think fear really um, is such a negative thing, and um, it it can it drives so many people to uh, things that are that are um, again just just negative for them. I think. When you look at, um, I'm I'm a faithful person, a, a born and raised Catholic, and and when you look at a lot of the teachings within the Bible, talk about not having fear, because uh, someone up there knows that fear can can really get in the way of making the right decision. So, you know, when you have no fear, you also have really good people around you. You have good friends, good partners. Um, uh, you, 
that 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 you you can't have no fear when you're on an island by yourself. It's probably pretty scary. But if right. you if you're if you're surrounded by friends and family, you'll probably make a pretty good time out of it, right? So, <laughs> um, I I think that uh, you know if Gilligan was all alone, he'd probably be scared, you know, uh, most of the time. But uh, he had the whole team there with him. So, yeah, I think it would say have no fear. Uh, I love it. Great, great, great insight there, Bo. And I, I appreciate you sharing that. Uh, I think we'd all, we'd all do good to remember that. Uh, it's easy to forget and feel like you are alone sometimes, but uh, reach out to somebody. Don't have any fear. That's how we make it uh, as a team together. So, but Bo, I appreciate it, man. This is a great conversation. I always love our conversations and uh, can't wait to have more of them in the future. Thanks for being willing to share uh, with Keely Nation uh, and everyone else who listens to this. Uh, really great, great words. And I love your story. Thanks, John. I appreciate it. Hey, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that episode of the Under Construction Podcast. I trust you had a lot of good notes that you've been able to take and maybe some actionable items that you're going to be able to put on your calendar so that you can internalize and then grow from some of the ideas that our guests are sharing. Hey, if you'd like to have somebody featured on the Under Construction Podcast, just reach out to me. I'm always happy to have conversations and share people's stories. You can reach me at jregan at keelycompanies.com. Thanks and have a great day.